Research news and tools all around open innovation. Hands and advice to the point from Omind for you. Hi, I'm Sophie, and I help you get an open mindset for innovation and digitalization. Hello and welcome back to Open Up to Innovate. And today we have a special guest again. I'm, I'm very happy to say she's here because she actually wrote her thesis with um, Omind Consulting. And yeah, she's Clara Quintero. Quintero, I'm right. Quintero. Hello. Hello, Sophie. Yes, thank you very much for having me here. Yeah, of course. How are you doing? Very fine. I'm actually a little bit nervous because this is my first podcast. So yeah, but we'll see how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's no problem. It's actually just like a, like a conversation. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. <laughs> yes, and this uh, conversation <laughs> will be about, as I already said, your master thesis. Um, and, um, and especially because I think all these... I mean, I recently um, did my thesis and usually these these topics and these papers just rot somewhere and are never used again. So we're just going to uh, give this whole work the attention it deserves <laughs> and we're going to reuse it for this podcast. So that's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very yeah, happy but about that. That's actually yeah. true. It's always like you write it and then you're like very happy you did it and you're like, yeah, a little celebration. And then it's gone and you forget about it and everybody forgets about it. So I'm very happy to, yeah, to be able to speak about it a little bit at least. <laughs> so, but before we go into heavy detail about your thesis, how about you just talk a little bit about yourself? Um, who are you? What do you do? Um, maybe also, when did you write the thesis? And yeah. Who are you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what can I tell about myself? Uh, it's always the difficult questions because I never know where to start. But, uh, well, I will go like this. So I'm originally from Cologne, uh, a very nice city. Carnival. <laughs> yes, Carnival. <laughs> I love to celebrate, but I never, like, I think it's already eight years ago I moved from there to Lübeck. So eight years without oh. Carnival. <laughs> But that's fine. Um, yeah, so then I moved to Lübeck and um, there I studied molecular life science. So it may be easier is to say biochemistry on the university or at the University of Lübeck. And then uh, I noticed that it wasn't really something that I, like, okay, I was good, but not that good. <laughs> and then I thought maybe, no, it, it doesn't match my skills, um, this laboratory work, and I want to do something else. So I transferred to Flensburg and there I did my master's in international management studies. Um, yeah, so that I found it really matches my interest and my abilities because it's always like maybe you're interested in something, but it but you're not very good in it. So yeah, you might have to change, and that's what I did. So yeah, now I found my abilities in I don't know organizing, coordinating, and uh, most importantly, like finding out what motivates people, like in an intrinsic mm -hmm. way. And yeah, for that, um, but. I think that um, the most important task in leadership is uh, finding these strengths and abilities mm -hmm. of your team members and then yeah, match them accordingly to their tasks so that they are very motivated and stay motivated. So that was what I found out, found out in, in their times, I guess. 
Yeah. Nice. And I mean, you pulled through, so <laughs> you obviously <laughs> like it yeah, until you until your masters. I only got to the bachelor's. I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was that doing something new and experimenting something new. That's why I really did like my masters as well. Nice, yeah. nice, and maybe also quite uh, interesting. So we already had a guest here, um, Tanya. It was like first episode or second episode. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, and she was your professor as well, right? Yeah, right. She was my yeah. professor one semester. She was very nice as well. And I think we, yeah, I learned a lot with her as well. I don't really <laughs> remember what subject it was, I guess, uh, innovation management. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I, th- I, I think there was something about innovation. <laughs> yes. And we did an interview yeah. in that subject as well but with other people. So I was on the other side of that uh, whole process. I felt a little bit better that way, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm usually the interviewer. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. What kind of mean laughter was that? I'm not going to do that again. It's creepy. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to ask you to break down what your topic was um, mm-hmm. and how you work together with Omind Consulting on that. Um, so yeah, the stage is yours. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. So um, yeah, I might start with Aurelia because she introduced her innovation and her idea in one of our lectures, was one of my ma- last lectures. And um, yeah, it was about her idea of consulting um, and implementing uh, implementing an open innovation culture. So that was very, very interesting for me to see that concept she already developed um, in terms of open innovation and the open innovation mindset. So that was especially interesting for me because it's also, it has a lot to do with the people development, what I was really interested in. Um, yeah, so I just asked her and write, wrote to her and I was like, oh, I want to do my master thesis. I'd like to do it in your topic. <laughs> so yeah, here I am. She said, yes, let's do it. And um, right, so that's what we did. I um, don't know if I should read out loud my topic because it sounds very complicated. <laughs> is like, there like an easy way to say? Because uh, yeah. I, I actually, um, I read it in German. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to ask Clara to, yeah, <laughs> to do it in English way. because I have no idea how to translate this. Yeah. So I'm just going to explain maybe because, yeah, yeah. the topic is, um, it's about uh, finding similarities in the implementation of an open innovation mindset in a company. Um, and that will go through different um, levels of the company. So it's not just one level, mostly it's about leadership. And then we don't look at employees or organizational structures. So this is going to have all the um, organizational levels. And the aim is to promote um, the open innovation mindset as best as possible in the company among the employees and the leadership. So this enables the company to gain an effective OI performance and therefore have a competitive advantage. So yeah. So I've... that is like the that's like what Omind is about, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's what you mean. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and when, then what I did was to really find out about all the um similarities in different branches and then filter recommendations um for taking action on a business model of Omind consulting. 
yeah, so that they can really implement it on a very good way with a very good and matching um, business model. So that both okay. fit together. Okay. So, and yeah, do you know? You did interviews, right? To, to find that out. Hmm? I did, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you, do you know about the open innovation mindset or you and me take How about that? you tell us something <laughs> about the open? I think we cannot talk enough about the open innovation mindset. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important, it's very redundant. We're yeah. just going to talk in every episode about that so that everybody who listens to this, right. even if it's the first episode they listen to, it's going to be like, yes, the open innovation <laughs> mindset. That's the most important thing. Yeah, <laughs> it right. actually is. Yeah, because you really, like, you really have to understand that to, to know what I'm doing, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in a short way, it just, just describes the way of thinking and uh, the values and attitudes and beliefs of an individual um so yeah it's a little bit about also um how do we uh act in challenging situations because then you can go close in and say oh no i don't know what to do i can't get out of this or or you can open your mindset and be like oh i'm open to new ideas and to knowledge knowledge exchange so that you can yeah be in a creative um way and then see other perspectives and get out of this challenging situation mm-hmm. yeah by exchanging knowledge of course <laughs> right yeah and then uh, you yeah oh you asked me about the interviews mm-hmm. yeah right. so what was your focus when you did these interviews what was um what was sort of the first thing you wanted to find out and who were these uh, the people mm-hmm. you were interviewing so what was your corpus sort of yeah right so um i did the interviews in a very um like in a variety of industries i wanted to so i tried to have different branches and that was uh, for example the med tech industry food industry um clothing and plastic processing but also automotive industry like this is Mm -hmm. one of the um most yeah like the biggest industry in Germany, so the most important one. Um, yeah, but I wanted to find like the similarities between all of them. And that's why I really asked um, the interview partners about uh, yeah, the open innovation culture um, and maybe what kind of difficulties appeared to, um, to them while yeah, doing um, or if they even know about it, <laughs> because yeah, a lot of people don't even know about it. I mean, it's something new, so that's uh, normal. Um, yeah, but I just wanted to know if they know and if they know, then uh, what's difficult about it or what is easy about it. So that then mm-hmm. I can see um, what's the similarities in implementing an open innovation mindset in a company. And um, yeah, so after the interviews, um, I analyzed them according to Myring and then used them in the BioS. It's called the Blue, the Blue Ocean Strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is different tools for um, a strategic management. And with that, then I could do the recommendations. What I sort of found out when I had interviews, like, um, is somehow that these companies or a couple of companies have this thing that they sometimes do open innovation and have open innovation mindset or certain 
I don't know, teams, leaders mm -hmm. actually do it, but they don't know that what they do is open innovation and that they could actually cultivate it and put it, I don't know, more to use or more effectively to use. Mm -hmm. uh, did you find that out too? Or was there some some other things that you found out in these interviews? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's a very true uh, thought because um, a lot of people... Like it could be, for example, that they already exchange within the company, like with different mm -hmm. teams. And they do have to because a lot of um, products are very convergent. So you have to work with IT and then with, uh, I don't know, marketing. So they always have to work and exchange. Um, but that's right. They don't sometimes they don't do it in a very strategic way. So I found out, for example, that sometimes two different um, technician teams um, <laughs> uh, worked on a very similar product, even though they wouldn't know about it because they didn't have these interactions. Um, and it was in one company. So things like this, um, yeah, sometimes you lose time and money, of course, with that. Um, so that's the aim to really like uh, focus all the projects you have into one strategy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and really process the the exchange mm, yeah so that was about intrinsic exchange and then like inside the company but also they do already have like external um exchange mm -hmm. can be with um universities or just with yeah in that mm -hmm. way <laughs> and uh, did you feel like a couple of branches were more advanced than others or did, was there something you found out within these branches or mm. is this or is it something because it's private or something <laughs> disclosure that you can't talk about it mm, i think it's, it's fine it's just that um i okay i try to do as many interviews as possible and mm. in different branches yes but i always had only one interview partner of one industry yeah, okay. yeah. so it would be difficult it is simply difficult for me to say something about an industry um oh, that's yeah. true <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And um, I don't know, you, you probably already said it, but my my attention span, or maybe I'm just not smart enough, <laughs> I, I didn't so. quite catch it. What, what was the ultimate goal of these interviews? If you would have to put it in one sentence, what was mm -hmm. the ultimate goal of your thesis itself? Right. So, the research? yeah, the ultimate goal was to find similarities in the implementation of the open innovation mindset and then mm -hmm. with that potential i could identify i can do recommendations for the the business model of all mind consulting yeah. okay so okay. they can use it yeah and uh what were your takeaways <laughs> my <on> takeaways <laughs> right yeah. so um yeah like in total um i think the most important takeaway in my opinion, at least, <laughs> um, it was that um, oh, like Omind has to focus on one OI specialization because there are many like, um, yeah, how to say, um, competence that they, we have a lot of competitioners in the market, of course, like everybody has in consulting. Um, but there is none that really works in the OI, like an open innovation specialization that way that Omind Consulting does. So it could um, include services like, I don't know, patent and licensing law and all this these things that do inside-out strategy and also outside-in strategy. So that belongs both to open innovation 
And that's what a lot of um, consultancies also forget about. So mm -hmm. this is yeah a, a nice way of uh, yeah really specializing in open innovation. And with that, they can also do like an end-to-end -end solution. Mm -hmm. mm, and that means that you don't just... Um, you don't interact only in one kind of field in the in the company, but you have to like align all the processes from the mm -hmm. open innovation culture to the strategy and uh, the structure and the open, uh, the innovation um, processes and methods. So if that's, that's all aligned and as a consultancy, you can really guide through all these um, uh, levels. Um, yeah, so then you have really an effective open innovation performance. And this is the end-to-end -end concept. I, and I was, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a nice way of um, guiding the, a customer through the whole process and not mm -hmm. only just in one point. Like, yeah. And did you also find out anything um, the other way around? Like what practitioners can do <laughs> according to open innovation? So what... Did you find anything out that they can do? Like the customers you need, you mean? Yes, yes. Okay. From their perspective, sort of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, for me, I think that also the practitioners <laughs> themselves, <laughs> they can also like um, align their own processes and structures and everything to mm -hmm. one strategy. Maybe it's not the open innovation strategy, but in any way, they really should um, have one strategy for the whole company and not like different ones so that they they are not aligned so mm -hmm. yeah i think this in any way would be very um important for an effective performance and then of course if they want to do like an open innovation performance it's nice to have these structures aligned as well with the open innovation mm -hmm. culture and yeah that maybe that's one of the main points as well that mm -hmm. they need to have a basement of the mm -hmm. the culture Because on this basement of uh, innovation or open innovation culture, they can build up all the structures and innovation processes. Um, okay. Yeah, because then the so, people are motivated. No? Okay, so in the beginning, you sort of need a very strict focus mm -hmm. on what you want to achieve according to open innovation. And then you, when you have this, this pavement, sort of, um, it can go from there and you can have other strategies. Is that mm -hmm. what you mean? Yeah, okay. yeah, right. So you can have different strategies, but they should be aligned at least. Mm -hmm. In the mm -hmm. end, you should know where to aim with all of them. So and now, as I understand it, it's that different branches or companies at this point um, have this rather as a site strategy, maybe. But what they need is to have this as a ground concept mm -hmm. for the other strategies to, yeah, as you said, align. Yeah, yeah, they could okay. start with as like, mm, yeah. Some like not all the industry or the companies they are not really aware of that open innovation or how to do the open innovation side of it. So mm. they, yeah, they do um, have some open innovation processes like like we said before. Now that they exchange knowledge, but it's not very with a lot of awareness. So they yeah. should put awareness into that, and um, yeah, build that culture of. Um, accepting knowledge from outside and giving away knowledge from inside so that the mm. then yeah that the employees also know what to do and what to exchange okay so um is there anything else um you 
you feel like I didn't <laughs> ask the right question or you didn't get into or or did we talk about everything you uh, and you're satisfied <laughs> with um, no so everything you said about it I hope that you got everything I explained that's the most important part about it <laughs> that I mean do you have the feeling I got everything yeah. that you <laughs> explained I guess, to me I hope you did <laughs> No, so, but maybe, yeah, one thing that I found interesting, because uh, reading the literature, um, I, from the beginning, I thought, oh, maybe the um, the employees don't want to exchange knowledge. No, because there is mm -hmm. a syndrome that's called uh, not invented here syndrome, and that the people are Ooh. afraid of sharing uh sharing uh, experiences or sharing ideas so I thought okay that's maybe the main barrier but uh, like in the course of the interviews um, I understood more that there is no time in the daily mm. work to really be creative and exchange knowledge so that was one of the biggest barriers for the people I interviewed that they don't have time there's not the space of really mm -hmm. being creative and exchanging knowledge so yeah that was maybe an interesting knowledge as well <laughs> that's actually very true because my thesis what we are going to talk about next episode no. <laughs> <laughs> um i also found out that it's this not invented here syndrome so i was reading about that as well as mm -hmm. uh, so people are actually or in this theoretical concept people are sort of scared that um only the things are valuable that they come up with mm -hmm. and if somebody changes anything about that or adapts it in their model it's not worth as much for themselves um but for me too when it comes to really the practical side of it of working it's really just that people don't think about it in their daily work mm -hmm. it's just not there they're mm -hmm. like okay why should i and in the end also people are scared when they come up with something maybe they have to do it and they don't have time to do it mm -hmm. so um yeah. that's also i think a very interesting and important part to actually make time for yeah. innovation and yeah, to not plus. be like yeah yeah it can be an additional you can do it you know later in your free time if you want to yes <laughs> so that doesn't work you just yeah and, and that's what you actually said it's a strategy mm -hmm. you have to put it actively into your strategy and focus on exactly that in order to implement it more mm -hmm. successfully. Um, and you r really have to communicate that. You, you can't do it in the management. You have to communicate sure. that to the employees in yeah. order for them to know we have planned time to do these things. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, I do, do think that's actually also when it comes to the practitioners and to the employees and the management, that's a very important takeaway, mm -hmm. um, that that is the first step to make time for innovation and open innovation and communication. Yeah, yeah especially communication, that it's yes. fine to implement ideas from outside or yes. to have a cooperation and partners um, where you together will have an idea. I mean, also ideas always comes along with talking to others and they just get better when you do talk to others and yeah create something new together so yeah, i guess it's yeah. very much of communicating that in the company yes and i do think um it also especially starts with the employees themselves talking a lot more and not feeling like it's off work or something mm -hmm. you know just because um when they talk about ideas in the in the lunch break or something it, yeah 
doesn't have to only be in the lunch break. They can also talk to themselves <laughs> with each other <laughs> during <laughs> their work hours, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the management to really be able to not demonize that, but to really tell them, please, please do that. It's important for our company to always be in this knowledge exchange mm-hmm. chain to talk about different employees to to different teams. Um, and I do think that's not enough yet. So mm. yeah, very encourage communication. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, and mm, also mm, now it's mm, getting even uh, even more difficult because people are not in their breaks anymore like when they work remotely so they yes. they should maybe they then they have to have something like a breakout room where they always can drop in and be like mm-hmm. oh i have an idea what to talk about so um yeah that's very difficult to open that space it's not just time but space to yeah. to be there or maybe to yeah, I don't know, chill, have a chilling round in a room together because if yeah. your mind is free, then you can have creative ideas. If not, if it's full with all the daily work, then also, yeah, there's no t- no space in your head for that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, this. that's why I also think these open workspaces are actually quite good, not to have mm-hmm. your own office office where you're alone, but to actually have open and wide spaces mm-hmm. <laughs> where you can talk to each other. People are like, when they when they see stories or something from where I work, <laughs> they're like, okay, guys, are you even working? But when we're together and we're like, you know, joking around and stuff, mm-hmm. we come up with weird ideas, which yeah. in the end turn out to be really great ideas. Mm-hmm. So work can also be a mixture or like innovation can be a mixture out of work and, and free time and fun yeah yeah that's an interesting so, yeah. concept <laughs> <laughs> so then, I think yeah. this is this is the very uh key key point in uh, in the thesis <laughs> yes I, I do think so too i think the thesis should, should be like fun at workspace why it's important for innovation Bam. <laughs> and then like a very big abstract about how important fun is what fun actually is <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i think then you can write about three theses at the time <laughs> about and then you're like gossiping at work sp- at the workspace why it's good <laughs> oh god okay we're, we're dr- okay we're drifting away <laughs> nah um but yeah, I think it's a really, really important mixture about this, you know, the employees, the management, communication, mm-hmm. and especially focusing on these things and not being like, yeah, we can do that at some point if you mm-hmm. want to, if you have time next to your other 10,000 tasks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So um, if there is nothing else you want to add, is there anything else you want to add? No, I think I said all I wanted to say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we had a really, really nice talk. It was very interesting. Um, and as I already said, said, the next podcast will be about my bachelor thesis, um, about uh, open innovation in the German public broadcasting. Der öffentlich-rechtliche Rundfunk. So I just wanted to say it in German one. Um, <laughs> it's very aggressive. And um, yeah, and just as a little shout out, uh, if any of the other listeners have, I don't know, been in the research, whatever, and did their thesis, did a doctor's degree, 
at, in the topic of open innovation, um, feel free to talk to us, to message us on our social media accounts. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. I hope I didn't forget anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, just contact us. We'll be happy to host. Um, and or I'll be happy to host something about uh, what you talked about. And yeah, we'll. T I mean, Clara, you did have a paper, right? Like a uh, like a short mm. note abstract on the website of online consulting. If I'm not yes. totally wrong. Yeah, right. So it's going to be there soon. I hope. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a two pager, like something. Not like everybody writes a one pager. I did a two pager, <laughs> and um, right. So that's going to be on the website. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes and put a link uh, to your paper. So feel free to. Okay, I'll cool. look into that and also I'm going to um, put a link on your LinkedIn do you have LinkedIn, you have LinkedIn yeah right? I have LinkedIn yes. <laughs> it's about the only thing I have <laughs> and uh, if there are any more questions feel free to contact Clara or us or anybody <laughs> from the team of online consulting um, and we'll be happy to answer them yeah and with that thank you for listening thank you Clara for coming um, thank you and yeah That's that. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. <laughs>Open Up to Innovate is a podcast by Allmind Consulting, the consulting company that empowers for open innovations and helps to create an open mindset. Uh -huh.